this. And um, if you haven't read the book, I know some people have found it a challenging book, but it's a good book. You can have my copy after today. Come and see me afterwards. But the final chapter is entitled by um, J.C. Ryle, Christ is All. And it's taken from a verse in Colossians, Colossians 3.11. And I was thinking about this this week, and um, I think I've done seven out of the ten um, talks on this topic, and I really felt this morning we need to move, I wanted to move from preaching to prayer, and therefore actually this, this sermon is going to be an extended prayer, which I invite you to join in every so often with an amen. In fact, there's going to be three parts to it. We're going to, we're going to see a passage from Colossians, uh, from the, the wider book in Colossians in each case, and then I'm going to pray, and you, you can shut your eyes, but, but don't go to sleep. Uh, there will be some images that appear on the wall which might help us as we reflect on the words. And um, as I say, every after the end of each of the three sections, I ask you to say amen. So it will simply be a prayer this morning. So if we could have the first passage up, Andy. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn <clears throat> over all creation. For in him... All things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, we declare together that there is nothing we can think of or imagine which is greater than you. There is no one we can worship or admire who is more worthy than you. All our words are inadequate to praise you, and we can only ask for the help of your Holy Spirit now as we turn the attention of our inattentive hearts to you. We cannot see God, but you who are in very nature God came to show us God to make known to us what is beyond knowing. You are the image of the invisible God, the precise representation of his being. You are the radiance of God's glory and have been so from the beginning. And so as we glimpse you, we glimpse glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. We see one whose face shines like the sun in all its brilliance. One whose presence makes everything else like shade. All things in the universe, time and matter, galaxies and electrons, redwoods and daisies, pterodactyls and bumblebees, dolphins and kingfishers, Things visible and invisible, atomic bonds and chemical reactions, gravitational forces and electromagnetism, 
sexual attraction and ties of friendship, kingdoms and empires, genders and races, all things, absolutely everything was made through you and in you and for you. All this is yours, Lord Jesus. All of it points to you and you are the point of it all. In you, all things hold together. You keep everything going by your mighty word. Without your sustaining power, Lord Jesus, the cosmos would disintegrate back into chaos in an instant. The order and beauty we see in creation is your order and beauty. The unity and diversity we see as we analyze the spectrum of light, the enormity and emptiness we see as we gaze into the night sky, the fragility and variety we see as we examine each snowflake. All these tell of you, for in you is light and life, and without you there is only darkness and death. You were with God in the beginning, yet you became flesh and lived among us. You moved into our neighborhood. You were born of a virgin called Mary in a humble town called Bethlehem. But you also rank first in every order of precedence. You are the firstborn over all creation. You are before all things, for in you all the fullness of deity lives in bodily form. You are the first, the best, the greatest. You are far beyond our ability to describe or imagine. Human philosophies, worldviews, and thought patterns cannot do you justice. They are hollow and fraudulent if they try. The spiritual forces in the world and in our hearts are not to be confused with you, Lord Jesus Christ, for you are completely beyond us, indescribably other, utterly holy. You are the first but also the last, the Alpha and the Omega, the A and the Z. You are the source of the universe and you are also its destiny. All things find their purpose, their meaning and their fulfillment in you. You made us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you. All creation groans as it longs for you, waiting for its liberation and fulfillment which is to be found only in you. Though you reveal yourself to us, we do not claim to comprehend you. We cannot picture or draw you. There is no equation or formula in existence to describe you, for you are God. Join all the glorious names of wisdom, love, and power that mortals ever knew, that angels ever bore. All are too mean to speak his worth, too mean to set my Savior forth. Lord Jesus, we bow our hearts before you now, affirming these prayers and joining together to say yes. Amen. Colossians continues with these words. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased through him to reconcile to himself all things by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. 
but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. In Christ, you have been brought to fullness, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Lord Jesus Christ, all we have prayed so far is true, but there is even more to your glory. You are head over everything, but in particular, you are head of the church. Not just this church, but all people who know and trust you. People all over the world, from Alaska to New Zealand. People all down the ages, from the day of Pentecost to the day of your return. People from every tribe and language and people and nation. We are people who, firstly, have been ransomed, redeemed, rescued from the dominion of darkness and brought into your kingdom and your family. The deliverance you secured for us was made through your blood shed on the cross. You saved us from the hopeless state we were in by sacrificing yourself. So we acknowledge that we are not our own, but yours, bought with a price. We owe you everything, but rather than treating us like debtors, you have blessed us with every spiritual blessing and bestowed upon us an an eternal inheritance." Secondly, we are people who have been reconciled. Your death, Lord Jesus, involved the payment of a price, but it also involved the restoration of a relationship. You made peace through your blood shed on the cross. We were your enemies, alienated by our foolish thinking and rebellious behavior. But you stood in the breach to make a way back for us. You left heaven to find us when we had gone astray. It was by the death of your physical body on the cross that we have been reconciled and adopted as dearly loved children. Thirdly, not only has a price been paid for us, not only have we been brought back into relationship with God, but Lord Jesus, you have also made us to share your victory. The grave could not hold you, and on the third day you rose from the dead. And by faith, we have been raised with you. And we proclaimed that when we were baptized in your name. You are the firstborn from the dead, and we are your siblings in this resurrection. You have brought us to share in your fullness and glory. When we were dead in our sins, we were made alive with you. The powers of evil and darkness were defeated. Just at the moment when they appeared to triumph, they were disarmed. And we have been made alive in you, granted a new life which can never be taken away. Lord Jesus Christ, we therefore rejoice and give you glory that we are part of a great throng which no one can count, who have been made holy by you, who can stand before you without blemish and free from accusation. Without you, Lord Jesus, we would still be dead in our sins, rightly charged and condemned as guilty. 
But because of you, those charges and condemnations have been forgiven, cancelled, nailed to the cross. They stood against us, but you stood for us. How we worship and thank you for all you have done for us. Lord Jesus, we acknowledge our selfishness, our rebelliousness, our idolatry. We confess that we have not loved you with all our hearts. We confess our persistent tendency to make ourselves the focus of our lives. We confess that we have given honor and priority to other things rather than to you. We agree with your assessment that we have sinned and fall short of your glory. We agree that without you we are without hope in the world. But because of you, Lord Jesus, we do have hope. Though once we fell short of your glory, now we are being transformed into your image with ever-increasing glory. Though once we could only consider death with fear and dread, now we can approach the throne of heaven with confidence. All this is because of you, Lord Jesus. I will sing the wondrous story of the Christ who died for me. How he left his throne in glory from the cross of Calvary. I was lost, but Jesus found me found the sheep who went astray, threw his loving arms around me, brought me back into the way. Lord Jesus, we bow our hearts before you now, affirming these prayers and joining together to say yes, amen. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Lord Jesus Christ, risen and ascended one. We have thought about who you are and about what you have done and we have praised you with words but we know that words by themselves can be cheap and hypocritical. Songs by themselves can be clanging and discordant if they are not in tune with our lives. You desire changes to our attitudes and our actions. So our worship begins in here, but real worship continues when we go out there. Help us, we pray, by your Spirit to worship you not just now, but all week. Lord Jesus, help us to look up, to set our hearts on things above, to remember where you are, waiting for us, interceding for us, rooting for us. Help us to focus on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, 
Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, to think about those things. Above all, Lord Jesus, help us to think about you, to fix our eyes on you, the author and perfecter of our faith. Help us to consider all you are and all you have done so that we will not grow weary in doing good or lose heart in serving you. Help us to take every thought captive, to train our minds, to discipline our eyes, to make best use of the time you give us. Lord Jesus, help us to be brutally intolerant towards things in our lives which dishonor you. Help us to put to death impure thoughts. Help us to flee wickedness. Help us to say no to evil. Help us to avoid those websites which tantalize us with sexual images but leave us feeling dirty and ashamed. Help us to be faithful to our spouses in our thoughts and our gaze as well as our actions. Help us not to be greedy, not to overconsume, whether that's food or drink or petrol or clothes or gadgets. Help us to see evil desires for what they are. Free us too from the need to be loved the unwillingness to be vulnerable, the cultivation of reputation. Liberate us from the need to point the finger at others as a distraction from facing up to our own failings. Lord Jesus, because of all these things, the wrath of God is coming. But you have saved us and called us to a holy life. You have called us to live for you, to see every task, every conversation, every minute as an opportunity to serve and glorify you. So let us learn how to serve and in our lives enthrone him. Each other's needs to prefer, for it is Christ we're serving. This is our God, the servant king, who calls us now to follow him to give our lives as a daily offering of worship to the servant king. Lord Jesus, we bow our hearts before you now, affirming these prayers and joining together to say, yes, amen. J.C. Ryle ends his book with the following words. Few seem to realize how much they need a savior. Few seem to understand how thoroughly they are indebted to him. Few seem to comprehend how much they need him every day. Few seem to feel how simply and like a child they ought to hang their souls on him. Few seem to be aware of how full of love he is to his poor weak people and ready to help them. And few, therefore, seem to know the peace and joy and strength and power to live a godly life, which is to be had in Christ. Friends, let's not miss out. Let us turn our eyes to Jesus. May our whole lives be a prayer to him as we turn our voices, but also our actions in praise to him. Turn your minds and limbs in praise and service of Jesus. Turn your lips to use as witnesses for Jesus. 
and may his be all the glory. Amen.